0: so um we keep it informal we don't have you know we can just kick off with an intro of saying that we're here with burnt janelle today and uh All right you're, you're over here on vacation is that what you're doing in the states this time
1: it's pretty much a vacation i Good. used to come out here every year um the last three years i couldn't make it because of corona yeah but before that the uh, 30 years i came yeah. out straight <laughs> once sometimes even twice because i do have a little skate shop back home Yeah. yeah. And in the beginning, the idea of having the skate shop was, I want to get stuff directly, kind of sure. saving some money, pays for traveling around. Yeah. But things changed, of course. I mean, you cannot go in warehouses anymore like yeah, you no. used to be 30 years ago. You know, 30 years ago, you even could. If you couldn't get it in the front, you would go in the back <laughs> and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like Talk that doesn't, yeah, guy doesn't, guy ha- doesn't work well, that anymore. Well, it kind of happens it's, here. It, it happens here, but I know those people <laughs> yeah. for years.
2: Yeah, but It's not backdoor yeah. stuff here, though. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, that's kind of a good <laughs> so
0: kickoff to just get a little bit into Frontline in mm. your shop. And, mm. uh Obviously you, you just barely touched on the struggles throughout you know, the COVID era and stuff, but um, tell us a little bit about opening Frontline and when you when you first opened your shop.
1: Well, the thing was um, I turned pro with like early 18 or 19 years and I didn't really plan on it. It kind of, kind of happened on purpose by traveling around here in the US. But I figured that I could not do that of f- my whole life to yeah. make money on. What so, year was
0: that that you turned pro?
1: it was 88 1988 88, 88, 88, really? 88, yeah I was pretty early I was small young <laughs> and I did I thought I didn't deserve it back then I was like dude those guys are so much better than I and I I didn't I, Jerry offered me it at the beginning of the trip and I said no I can't do it and then I spent it like three months out here and it was working in my head mm-hmm. and after those three months I was like damn I mean why not? I mean, if he's offering. <laughs> why? Why I, were
0: you ha- apprehensive about uh, not not being? I didn't being feel able like to.
1: that. I was so strong to be pro yeah, because yeah. if you looked at Cabaleiro, Lance Mountain as well, the yeah. people I was looking yeah. up to, and sure. now I was like, oh, "Dude, I should compete to those guys." <laughs> and it's like, I didn't feel ready for it. You <laughs> had the imposter syndrome. You thought I'm not. Yeah. I'm not worthy of this. Yeah, I'm I mean, that's about how I jumping I've, in the water, yeah. in the cold
2: water. That. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But yeah, um, being a pro back then, there was not too many shops. You already had so much skate stuff. So yeah. I, I did sell yeah. skate stuff to people, even being sponsored rider. And then in the late 80s, when skateboarding was really big, I was riding Vision Street, and all, mm-hmm. all these other companies, mm-hmm. shoe brands. So I had a lot of stuff. And yeah. as a pro back then, you made your living pretty much on selling stuff because the pro yeah. salary, Right. if you're not, right. that I mean, i never been a top 10 pro, so. Yeah. You obviously, so, uh, you had to make your money somehow. Would you, now, <laughs> yeah. would you
0: come to the states and acquire a lot of gear and take it back to Germany yeah, and sell, sell the products? And, and I sold products sure out of my house.
1: And yeah. then one day, a dad with his kid came in at ten p.m. and it was like, yeah. dude, I cannot do that anymore. It's gonna because you know <laughs> you have to pay taxes and it's got to be legal somehow. Yeah. So I opened that shop pretty early with a buddy of mine, and I didn't take care of the shop too much the first two or three years. He was pretty much running the shop. Mm-hmm. And I was still being pro. I, I mean, I did good money back then with the demos. That was the big thing, all right, the word demos. Right. So you made a good money with the word demos. So it was kind of, you know, as more skating, vert skating dropped in the mid nineties, uh, yeah. I, I switched over making my money with the skate shop instead of being a pro skater. Yeah, it's good,
0: good thing to have that fallback transition. I mean, a lot of those vert guys had kind of nowhere to go when yep. the street hit and they didn't really know how to yep. adapt. and. That was yeah. one good thing for me yeah. that
1: I never was that high, so I could not <laughs> fall that deep than <laughs> those guys. Yeah. But um, you're tall. Yeah, I'm tall. You got a long <laughs> way to long fall way to to ground. Ground. Yeah. So yeah. the shop's in Constance, It's in Constance, Germany, which is in the very south, right on the border to Switzerland. So we have a lot of Swiss customers coming in. Yeah. And it's not too many core shops left anymore. No. So people who walk in, they all stoked about the inventory we have. We like 70 percent hard goods. Yeah. It's only 15 percent shoes, 15 percent closings. And that's I what would makes say the so. money
2: to keep the hard goods going. Yeah,
1: and that's why I survived COVID, I think, because um, A lot of shops had too much inventory, they didn't sold as good, and if you own on inventory of hard goods, it's not that bad because it's not getting bad as quick. A board will, or a truck will be a truck, even if you keep it for two or three years. Do you
0: guys have a, um, do you sponsor anyone like through the shop, like have a little, local team or or you know yeah we actually do but
1: we don't really call it a team because i always had so many friends all my friends are skating yeah and all my friends are hooked up anyways so it's 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 not an official team it's a crew it's the people around me they get supported i don't really call it a team but it's yeah it's a local crew so
0: you turned pro in 88 when did you actually start skateboarding like what was the the beginning of your journey when was your first board and
1: how did you come to I think i started 82 83 Mm -hmm. um a friend of mine who was in the same school in my class nobody really skated back then he was freestyling so i started with freestyle skating on that tiny boards and i picked up the slalom thing a little Mm -hmm. bit and the real skateboarding started I remember that exactly that was 84 because I went to that Constance always had a uh, strong scene for for being a small city we had old school skaters there Mm -hmm. and we had one of the first word ramps so when I first saw the word ramp and the guy doing an air yeah. I was hooked after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before that those two years before it I didn't even call it a sport. Yeah. I always was into sport. I was playing soccer and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Skateboard thing was just the toy to play around. <laughs> <Ooh>. But eighty <'84, laughs> four I was like, okay, this is it, this is what I wanna do. Yeah. And on from that day on I pretty much stood on my board every day. Yeah. The first three years everything went really quick. I mean yeah. I progressed pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, back then there was I mean, a lot of tricks haven't been invented yet. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So it was, yeah, it was it, easier to, to drop in. I mean, today as a kid, if you look at the top world rider, it's kind of hard to imagine
2: you could do that. It. I mean, yeah. But I it's because the, of you guys, mm-hmm. you and, and you know, that whole crew, and over here in the U.S., you know, all, all our team riders yeah. over here, it's because of what happened at that point that these guys now look at tricks and go, oh, well, you know, that's nothing i can do you know mega ramp now yeah. or whatever or the skate park in the, in the olympics it's crazy to watch that stuff it is what yeah. was inspiring y- what was your scene like locally at that time like when you really good actually started, because we it?
1: had two guys kellogg's and Pogo. they've been sponsored already um kellogg's was in 84 Kay. in the u.s he was he got sponsored by vision okay and he actually brought me my first real skateboard from the yeah. really? US, and that was and john lucero the nice. blue one from from madrid it nice. was the top no, selling yeah. board back then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and that was my first real skateboard because really? before that we pressed oh, our awesome. own boards You yeah did. yeah really? show guy skates we called them it was a know we bought some wood pressed it by ourselves it really in the early 80s there was hardly any skate shops out there yeah. sure. it was hard to get stuff we went to switzerland switzerland was a little bit better that you exactly. could get really. some stuff there but it wasn't too much good stuff around right so my first really good skateboard was a madrid board nice. and that's, that's pretty crazy that's, that's how it came that's up awesome. like in yeah. uh, in 87 i remember on a german championship there was the distributor from madrid called hios from frankfurt and yeah yeah and, yeah and and he um kind of came over to me because I won the the junior really? championships um, monster monster mastership No that was called the German. it's it was different the German championships the, the was different than the international contest hmm. Oh okay but right, whatever, whatever he kind of asked me if if I could send him a photo of me skating yeah. and you know the funny thing is on that story um the photo I sent him, because I didn't have any skate photos back then, you know, it was sure. not, not like yeah, everybody had a cell phone and doing photos. And I sent him a photo of me as a little kid naked with my teddy <laughs> underneath <laughs> oh the arm. And God. he thought that was so funny. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> epic. And, and, and on that, he was like, um, yeah, I have, he had two other companies I don't remember. And if you want to write for any of those companies as an amateur, and I was like, oh, Madrid, of course, because I had my first reward was in Madrid. And then I got a Ken Pop deck.
2: Yeah. Back sure. then. And so, I'm feeling uh, left out, dude. You never rode one of my boards. I'm my heart's crushed. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's all right. Ken you know, Ken's board was amazing and John's was our one of our best sellers. So yeah.
0: Well, and those are similar in shape too, mate. You know, yours is a little bit different compared to the park in Lucero. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. You know. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we touched a bit on that about yeah. how you kind of, as a downhiller, kind of, you know, intentionally set out to make kind of more of a, a, uh, a, a an actual, not a downhill board, but a, a
2: vert, you know, right. kind yeah. of board, yeah. vert and street board. Sure, yeah. So, yeah. so it would sell. Yeah, and so burnt wouldn't ride it. <laughs> yeah, apparently. yeah, apparently, that was
0: it. Yeah, he had no no interest in that Bo Brown board. <laughs> uh, no, that, that's amazing. So. Yeah.
2: We had a couple of
0: European Madrid pros at the time. Did, were you, were you familiar with Klaus Grab? Oh yeah, Did you guys yeah. have I, I, a relationship. I traveled up
1: day? to Kudoslow at his place yeah. where he lived. He had a ramp in the barn, and mm-hmm. I even remember we slept in his place. And his parents wasn't there, and we slept in the bed of the parents. Of yeah. Three skaters no, of no. us <laughs> <laughs> <and> <laughs> skated no. that that farm ramp there. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, uh, we had a good scene back then in Germany. It's Germany was in the late '80s the strongest country oh, in Europe. Yeah absolutely without question we lost that i mean france italy spain they have better skate parks they have better skaters now but back then germany was the country i would say so in europe well england and scandinavia always had been strong yeah yeah but but england kind of always was not part of europe a (laughs) little bit like it
0: is now (laughs) who was inspiring you back in those days like who 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 did you see skating you were like that's that's the guy. That's what I want to do. That's.
1: You know. I always liked the Zolak guys and the Texan yeah, guys. Really? Yeah. yeah. The, um, John Johnson, Gibson. the tall guys with yeah. The yeah. burly Johnson. style yeah. and uh, John t- yeah, yeah, gnarly tricks, big pogo, rock wow. and rolls, yeah. doing everything big. Yeah. I always kind of liked that. Yeah. Yeah. So that I was, was always kind a of Zorlock fun
0: yeah. fan, fan because yeah. of the graphics. I, you know was yeah. like, yep, that's the that's the style. Which yeah. you know, Bo Brown probably digs because of your Demon Board. That's a yeah. very uh, oh yeah, dark question. Zorlock vibe yeah. for sure. Yeah,
2: yeah. You know, Pusshead. I don't know if you guys know this. Pusshead, who did a yeah, lot well, of the of Zorlock graphics. Always
1: liked the that that guys more than the Bones Brigade thing. Yeah. It kind of seemed yeah. too clean to me. you yeah, know yeah, that. that I'm, I mean. They saved the shit, grime. for sure. And yeah. we watched all the Bones videos, of course. But yeah. to me, those other type of skating and other type of lifestyle kind it of...
2: Was more raw. I think it it was was more. Yeah. More like, yeah. Absolutely. you know, just skating for skating's yeah. sake.
1: So that's
0: interesting because I, uh, I didn't know until the other day that you first stopped by the office that you actually had a Zorlock
1: board. Yeah, right but that, that line, was right? after Zorlach was really big. It right. was Zorlach yeah. was pretty much gone. Yeah. It seemed like I was... At most of the companies, I was there when they already kind of faded a little bit. Uh, Same yeah. thing with Madrid. I mean, yeah. at the end of the eighties, they yeah. they haven't been the, s- the biggest, strongest company on right. on on street and word boards anymore. That's but the nature yeah. of
0: all probably skating at that time yeah. too. Yeah. You know, the the golden era.
1: You know, there yeah. was, a it was big up and, downturn and down turn and everything yeah. at that yeah. time for sure. But I was lucky to had um, to took part of that golden era. Yeah. I mean, I was eighty eight. I came yeah. out the first time to the ass. Yeah. With a my buddy Matthias Bauer, Matthew, he okay. was yeah. writing for Santa Cruz, and mm-hmm. they, um, he was ready to get a pro model on Town and & Country, and the oh, Town okay. & Country boards were, were supposed to made at Madrid. Mm-hmm. So he anyways yeah. hanged out here a lot, and I was just a small amateur coming with him. The first few weeks I didn't even speak any word. I mean, my really? English I learned at school was so poor. And <laughs> I, I didn't spoke any English. I still can't write English really good because I d- never really learned it proper. Yeah. I pretty much learned it on the streets out here. <laughs> kind of like so skating. the first the f- yeah. Yeah. So the first few weeks I was just with him and yeah. then he left after six weeks and I had like three more months to stay so I had a really long time when I came out here first. So, so Where did you go? Like did you oh. go to like Del Mar? Oh, or I or went to Del uh, Mar, I saw Upland but Upland was bulldozed on that time already. Mm. The bulldozer was there, I saw it but you couldn't skate it anymore. We um, back then you could get an airplane ticket on Northwest, mm-hmm. uh, fl- where you allowed to fly around for one month as oh, often wow. and <laughs> as much as you want. Kind of like a Eurail pass. Like the Eurail oh, pass, crazy. just on the plane, and yeah. it does even include Alaska and Jamaica wow. and Hawaii. Oh my God! Wow! And only four hundred bucks. Come on, that was a deal. <laughs> that's
2: nuts! Man.
1: And it was back then; nothing was registered on a computer, so right. it was good for four weeks. And you mm. got this booklet with six tickets inside and if you used the last ticket they gave you a new booklet <laughs> and on one oh of those oh booklets they forgot to put in the exp- expiration date so we always kind of get a new booklet and put the expiration date oh so i added, i ended up flying for three months that's on those oh days geez, that's absolutely you crazy. couldn't do that anymore today nah. it's all on no, computer. <laughs> it across the country is more than that these days yeah. too yeah so i had the chance to fly around a lot i mean yeah. i've been to texas skated there Dave Donaldson, H Streets Pro, I stayed at this mm-hmm. place, right. I remember that, I met, um, I went to Florida, I met um, Rob Mertz there, okay, and, cool. and um, what is his name, gosh, I'm so bad in remembering <laughs> names, um, the guy who, who built Skateopia,
2: Bruce, Bruce Martin. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right. Yeah, that's yeah. Skatopia, not the early skateboard. Oh, yeah, that's Skatopia at Ohio, yeah, in Ohio, Bruce somewhere in Ohio, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah.
1: So he was—he he used to live in uh, Florida back then. Oh, so I stayed okay. at his place. Yeah, he's one of a, the huge collector. He has a, oh, one really? of the biggest co- skateboard collections I wow. ever saw. So, so I stayed at his place. Naked? Um, I saw him skate naked in Marseille in a contest. <laughs> I was there when he did the frontside. It was on three wheels, naked. <laughs> yeah, but he's yeah. I, I like those crazy guys, and yeah. you know, I, I got along with him pretty good.
0: What was the first year that you came to the states? Like that was eighty-eight. Eighty-eight was the yeah. first year, yeah. and that
1: was where I had this. Um, it was, I think, it was winter, eighty-eight to eighty-nine, something like that.
0: Good time to come to California in the yeah. winter. <laughs> yeah.
1: I finished my um, my job. Back home, like we have um, this three year learning term. Right. And after that, I was like, okay, I want to see something from the world get out. I was pretty young 18 or 19 years mm-hmm. when I yeah. came out first.
2: You won the German championships in what as you say? a junior. As a junior, junior. in yeah. what, 88? 87. 87. Yeah. Then you came over here in 88. Yeah. Were you already sponsored by Madrid at that point? Yeah. As an amateur over the okay. distributor. But i didn't expect it anything i was
1: kind of with matthew and he was getting that board in town and country mm-hmm. and all all of a sudden jerry kind of offered me hey we need a in europe in germany why don't you want to be pro nice and i was like ah I, well i didn't commit because i didn't feel like i was ready yeah but after traveling for three months and on that one trip i went to alaska i wow. met um Karl Augustad from the Arctic Wheelers, he did a video of me. Back then he was he was professional doing videos for weddings and all that stuff. Uh So he did a video of me, which was pretty good made because he was, I mean, back then nobody had videos, not that much. And that video, if I look back on it, it was pretty good because I did some weird stuff back then. I always was kind of the frontside guy. I did weird frontside airs, one foot, no foot, (coughs) double neon and stuff like nobody else really was doing sort of was stupid because it was early crap and all that <laughs> shit <laughs> that's the way it was back then yeah. and i was skating yeah. in alaska
0: like were, were you yeah. shooting and skating up yeah. there yeah and what was that, that like at the time that was, was pretty cool scene yeah. Like? Yeah. yeah
1: that was the, f- the first time i was on my own because my body already left back home so i went to alaska i didn't have a driver license but yeah. i rented a car with <laughs> my um a little license from the spike i had back home oh yeah, yeah. so they couldn't mm. read it anyway yeah. and so stuff back then yeah, yeah. 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 Go ahead. So back then everything was easier because yeah. you were not in the computer and so <laughs> you, it was easier to sneak around back then yeah. <laughs> that's for sure yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you so you finally yeah. relented
0: so and accepted the offer from from madrid yeah. to go pro yeah. and then uh what was your first board? I know there's a couple at that time. What, what was the first board that I you I had two did?
1: boards on Madrid. That was right. the one with the girl on it. That the first yeah. one? Yeah, that, that was, was the, the first, first one. And it was actually, fu- I think it was a funny story how the graphic ended up because um, I took out a picture. All of my friends back home, we were, if we were talking about pro designs and stuff like that. I was like, oh, I want to have a nice girl on my board whenever <laughs> I <laughs> want to be a pro. I mean, a, sure. just choking yeah. around. So now I had the chance, so I thought, well, now I have to do it, getting a girl on my board. Yeah. So I took out a picture of Cosmopolitan, <laughs> and then I drew a little sketch of a little guy who was like kind of looking up to that girl. Uh-huh. And the idea I had that the girl has a patch on their jacket which says Madrid. Oh wow! Uh, and Bernianna pro model. So the thing is, I thought you have a graphic guy out here who does something good out of it, but they actually just took straight that photo, put it in straight that drawing and put it in straight that drawing of that patch. So in the first I thought it looks kind of cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> Was but it, your vision? <laughs> it wasn't your vision. That you I had. thought they go over it but it yeah. took it one to one but they put on nice neon colors and the yeah. neon shade over sure, it, so sure, yeah. looking back on it, I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it, came, it came together after all? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder who,
2: who was doing the graphic at that uh, time? Might have been, was that Spencer Barch that did your graphic? I you don't know? remember. Either, I, I don't think that any graphic God guy actually
1: did something on it they really? just took that cosmopolitan photo that scanned it exactly that as yeah as scanned was. it. Yeah. put it on the <laughs> copy machine yeah, made yeah, a graphic yeah, out of it ruby yeah. Yeah. and you see you arts. see that it's like it's kind of rough that you yeah. see the points on <laughs> yeah 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 for sure it was cool the second graphic was done a little better that's the pig yeah yeah and that uh, a f- friend of mine he was a good artist and yeah. he drew that and why the He's pig I don't know, you kind of <laughs> draw it.
0: I think we've always <laughs> wanted, I love that graphic. And, I, you know, I, I have a very cartoony style, uh-huh. and I like that. But yeah. I was like, why
1: the pig, you know? where Self-humor, you yeah, know, yeah. being, I mean, the, the, the pig sitting in front of this um, nap. <laughs> yeah. And on the nap is my name, yeah. so it's obviously that I'm the pig. But, yeah, right, but why, right? You're like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, I thought it's it funny. It was cool. Yeah, just yeah, for I the humor. The, I like yeah. the drawing. And, yeah. and acting you know what, i never been too much into graphics yeah. for myself. Um, to me, it was more important shaping the boards. Sure. And back yeah. then, you really could shape a board. Yeah. These days, the boards are all yeah. the same. But back <coughs> then, I, I, I drew the board on a piece of paper, and I was mm-hmm. like, Drewing it around my foot like so it'd have it had sure, it that wide yeah. in the front yeah, and yeah. on the tail and I knew it, I, st- I, I tend to stand really wide so it was really wide on the nose mm-hmm. so I, I really shaped it the way I thought it would fit my style perfect and that yeah. was my main focus. Getting a board mean, meant to me back then shaping it sure. and I didn't really care about the graphic yeah, yeah. too much. As a graphic artist, <laughs> that really hurts me. But yeah. no. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding.
0: I mean, that's the great thing about Madrid to this day. I mean, we still are out there. You know, we can have our writers come
1: in and, like, have a say. And I know the how important graphics are yeah, because yeah. I know, I mean, even if you're a shitty pro, if you have a perfect graphic, yeah. you have a selling board. <laughs> for for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although yeah, it it's probably
0: goes both ways, you know. It's probably like, it well, I don't really care for this graphic, but, mm. man, it's a killer mm. shape. So did you change the shape between the first the woman graphic and the pig, no, or did I you same the same just shape, same shape, different graphic? Yeah, and so were you. At shaping it the
1: used to be like every year new graphic. For yeah, months, yeah.
0: Two years and for sure. Yeah. And were you shaping that at the Madrid factory yeah. at that time, like which was probably what Santa Fe Springs? That was the other over
1: location. there. at later in the smaller place. Oh, just the other the yeah. other Huntington spot. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. It's a luxury to be able to come in and just. Oh have yeah. some input shaping yeah. your own board it's awesome
1: I always laughed that Madrid is doing the boards by themselves <coughs> having a warehouse a uh, wood shop in in the warehouse because most of the other skate companies they just um, you know yeah they just put marketing their companies there do they, yeah. they, yeah. You know, they right, don't exactly. produce
2: and, and I laughed that smelling
1: the wood going in there yeah you know, yeah that's,
2: awesome. that's that's always been a key feature you, mm. you know when I was working in back and still skating for Madrid um, you know we would have the pros come in and having people in back who not only knew about wood, but also knew about skating, Mm -hmm. you know, we could work, you know, on a shape and, Mm. you know, say, no, that doesn't work right. Mm. Or, you know, it's production wise, it's not going to work. How about this? And, you know, it would always come together to be the perfect board for the pro, we hope
0: So was there a point when you, I don't know if I want to say maybe retired is a strong word, but was there a point in your skating career when you thought, okay, like you kind of said earlier, I got to kind of figure out what am I going to do next? I know I can't do this forever. Um, How am I going to kind of transition into uh, a career or another job when I kind of am am beyond skating? Was there a a conscious point when that came to you? Not really,
1: because I always, I, I took the opportunity with the shop because it allows me to skate that much. Yeah, My main sure. focus always was skating as much as I can because I'm, I'm a skater, like I wanna skate. It's still, even this these days, yeah. when I'm out here, I skate as much as I can, that's the main focus. And the reason why I did that shop was because I don't wanna have a regular shop, mm. a yeah. job nine to five, Absolutely. which does not allow right. me to skate as yeah. much. Right. So I always felt being a pro, even these days, I still feel like I'm skate pro because that's what I've spent my most most of my time that's awesome skating yeah. to identify th- as a skateboarder yeah, yeah everything me. else yeah. is secondary yeah right? yeah that's it skateboarding so is first and then <coughs> everything else comes
0: <laughs> and what year was it the doors to the shop opened what year did you open your shop? um we just had the 30-year anniversary
1: 30? last year so it was 92 or something 92. Yeah. I guess yeah. 91 92 yeah and that was I arrived at Madrid in 88 89 till almost 90, but then, back then, it was kind of hard traveling because mm. the, the Euro, you know, there was a German mark, there was no Euro mm-hmm. even back then. Right. It was expensive coming out here. And sure. if you don't come out regularly, it's kind of hard to keep up and Madrid didn't really make that much money, so they really couldn't pay me that much. Yeah, yeah. I think I never really saw any royalties or something. (laughs) Uh (laughs) I mean, I was always treated good, (laughs) but it's not that I really made. You'll be getting a check before you leave here. It sounds like, (laughs) Bert. Yeah, with all the. No, I got the offer from Tito Skates, who was the the leading German brand back Mm -hmm. then, Mm -hmm. and they did so many demos, and and Cherry couldn't do so much, any, anyways, anymore. So it was kind of, I mean, I was, still was, you know, kind of hooked with him because I came sure, out and bought stuff and I was always on fly paper, but it kind of was the better deal riding for Tito skates mm-hmm. because he, the living you made was doing the demos mm-hmm. and sure. he had all the demos and being a pro on, on that German brand. Yeah. It kind of made sen- made sense for me.
2: Well, yeah, and, and you know that kind of goes along with all the the farm team stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so many of the guys moved on to other mm. teams, whether yeah. it was Graholski or mm-hmm. Lucero or mm-hmm. or you or whoever else. You know, Klaus. Mm. Yep. That we weren't able to make a lot of money because we were a smaller brand. We weren't just a marketing company. Yeah. So yeah, you know, Jerry kind of figured that it would be a farm team. Yeah, he was he was super nice with so it. <coughs> I thought oh yeah. like,
1: oh dude, I can't quit him because I owe him so much and <laughs> I, it didn't feel like quitting. I just got the Tito Sport and I still was part of the family. I yeah. still yeah. was exactly. part it of the family. family when I came out here, I got the fly paper, I got the Bad whales. Um, well and you're sitting just, here today
0: yeah. in twenty twenty two, obviously, you know, still part of the family. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once you're part of the Madrid family, yeah. you're always part yeah. of the Madrid yeah. family. That's that, awesome. Yeah. You know. That's right.
0: Do you have a lot of competition when you open your shop? Are there a lot of local shops no. in your area? What about powerful. today? Is there, you guys well, we do have like
1: a um, blue tomato chain right. store. We just, oh, just, yeah, just came base. in half a year ago. Really? I must yeah. not worry too much because it's not a skate shop. Yeah. So no, it's yeah. a sporting goods yeah. store. Right. And they, uh, the, the goods they have are different. Sure. They don't, they're not focused on hard goods so much. And even the clothings they have, they all those, we don't carry the mainstream clothings anymore. Yeah. We just right. do clothings from brands who does boards. Really? Yeah. No. Like what? No. Like which brands? Well, everything, Santa Cruz. Um, even on Santa Cruz, it w- or if the company gets too big, we, I don't do the regular logo, I just mm. do the pro r- okay. shirts and yeah. stuff like mm. that. No Volcom, no Carhartt anymore, all those stuff who gets mainstream, yeah. doesn't make sense to carry for me. So it's really
2: Good. small Good and tight. Yeah. Congratulations, you're and one of the Yeah, but <laughs> that. Yeah,
1: we only survive because we don't need that much money. We, we, yeah. we <laughs> never had employers. We have the same rent for 20 years, which is super lucky. Our yeah. landlord yeah. is super nice. Yeah. And yeah. So we, we have low costs, so we can survive yeah. if, if there's not too much income.
0: In today's market, what are what's what's what are you guys selling as far as, um, do you have a big retro kind of like throwback yeah, we do A lot of, a
1: lot of f- like modern street
0: boards? What's kind of yeah. like your specialty? Everything. The
1: specialty yeah. is that we have everything. That's I even great. made the step of the, because back then, it's like 10, 15 years ago when longboarding kicked yeah. in, a lot of sure. core shops had problems to touch um, the longboard stuff right. because they thought, oh, those campus cruiser dudes, it's not cool. Sure. But I, I picked up the downhill thing like right from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I mean, I even had like 15 years ago, they did a longboard with me. I mean, not with my name on it, but I did the shape and everything oh, cool. for it. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. I made him. Uh, so I always liked the downhill and the the, the fast things. So, sure. so longboarding was no problem for me to touch. Mm-hmm. Sure. And longboarding really took off 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. We had yeah. the strongest sales. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we were I good mean with the longboards. And now even the surf skates who comes in, I'm, I'm
2: never gonna touch scooters or inlines or all that shit. Uh, they're not Good. skateboards, you know. Longboards are skateboards. Even yeah, yeah. it's surf yeah. skate, you know, it's yeah. got trucks, it's got wheels, yeah. it's got a board. Yeah,
1: it's a skateboard. And I dig it. And I I really love the the downhill scene. I remember fifteen years ago when it was at the beginning, it kind of felt the same like the word scene back in the days because it was so tight right it was a huge industry behind it and only a few people who did that certain thing like back in the days skateboarding you showed good skateboarding but who was skating word but word was kind of the the thing to market right yeah because it was Mm. but it was not the the kids most of the kids didn't use the boards for world riding. Mm-hmm. Right. They just cruised right. around on them. Great. So, yeah. the kind of the same thing with the downhill scene, the longboard. They had the team and they sold mainstream boards mostly. Yeah. Sure. Well, and the no.
0: downhill is still a huge presence. I mean, obviously, it with does. With Madrid yeah. and yeah. You know company mm-hmm. wise, it's a third of our yeah. whole market and, mm-hmm.
1: and you know still a huge engagement on our socials. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, you know
0: it's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So, I d- in fact, like 10 years ago, I spent more time on my downhill board than on my ramp board. The first ramp I had was torn down, so I didn't have a ramp for like two or three years. I had to travel to skate world, so I skated more downhill than than right, Yeah, yeah right. Just after like the last three, four years when I got this
2: huge ramp, I pretty much didn't do yeah. downhill anymore. Yeah. I was just back on the ramp again. So yeah. let's talk about the skate park. You built skate park in Constance, and it's on the campus of the university there, right? That's right, yeah. And it's looking at the picture and I saw pictures I haven't been there it's a pretty massive massive park it is big it is huge and I don't. I even haven't
1: seen anything like this over here because um, the idea I had was building a park but with ramps usually if you go to a skate park there's a word ramp there's a mini ramp next to it and there's a small ramp right next to it right. so the thinking I had was like leveling out the coping so put up the mini ramp on the same height and kind of put it up in weird angles so you can ride from the word ramp into the mini into the real mini going back in rolling in I always like the lines and the runs you can do Mm -hmm. so the idea on the ramp I built is making a huge word ramp with mini ramps around so you can pump from one to another it is good it's big I mean we we had right after we finished it we had the thresher team coming by with yeah. like three sodies, and they really it, it was funny because if those guys came up it reminded me on that scene from the animal chin video from bones when right. they come to that the animal chin ramp yeah. right. and they have this scene where they all go to the ramp and they're like oh they're yeah. all right. stoked yeah. and, and it was the same same really? vibe there they all came there oh where do i start and they're all super stoked and a lot of them was like oh this was the best ramp i ever skated and really I think this ramp will be already famous if we didn't have COVID because right, people yeah. couldn't go there. Yeah. And it's definitely unique. There's nothing like this in whole Europe and I haven't seen anything. I mean, Bob Bernquist's place and ramp sure. is kind of, you know, with the mini yeah. ramp on top. There's yeah. huge stuff out here for sure but th- the setting is kind of unique and I yeah. haven't seen yeah, a setting is. like this somewhere else uh, and maybe. it was it's
0: crowdfunded yeah you guys crowdfunded you know the what the I tried or?
1: to crowdfund yeah. it I ended up Just paying everything by right? myself <laughs> <laughs> but Madrid's no crowdfunding. involved right Madrid put it in five th- can I say the money has sure, five yeah, thousand bucks they yeah. put it in five of you yeah. know what the, the whole ramp was 25,000 mm. euros which is nothing for a huge ramp like this Yeah, it's kind of a um, recycled project it's part of my old ramp part of two other street courses and the spots we, we really. got for free so we we got a lot of the wood we recycled yeah and so yeah it's with ended it, up
0: with it being on the campus is that a, a benefit in that it's kind of um the less pla- less concern of it uh not sticking around for a long time like do you have the backing of the university yeah i, like, do have, we want I, I
1: actually it. have a contract for 10 years to cool. get, that, right. get that spot yeah and i don't oh. have to pay anything for it i only um have to do the lessons for the university which i love to do anyway awesome yeah so every that's spring that's there's the stu- <laughs> the students come by really and it's like Two beginner courses, one advanced co- course we do at the University in Constance. It's fun. Wow. And it, you know what? It's mostly girls who are taking part. That's awesome. I love that. That's rad. <laughs> yeah. And it took over it tennis courts, that's right? It, it took was a over former one former tennis, tennis court. court. And yeah, and yeah. Uh, they didn't need so much tennis courts, courts yeah. anymore. And the buddy of mine who was facility manager there, he kind of told me, hey, you look for a spot for your ramp. Because I moved to the countryside 15 years ago and built a big world ramp there. And yeah. after 10 years, usually, if you build it outdoors, the wooden underne- wood underneath starts to rot. Yeah. Right. I mean, ramps we build last a lot longer than the ramps you build out here because things in Europe are built a little stronger. <laughs> Mostly. Well, they have to. <laughs> you know, they have yeah. to be. In Southern yeah. California, and we don't have It's the all made issues. by framing underneath, so it's really solid, yeah. and it's a metal surface on top.
2: Oh, okay. So I looked w- at pictures w- w- and I yeah. didn't know... Wooden I Wooden construction hoping. and yeah. metal
1: surface on top. And you know what? The first sheets of that is, goes back to the ramp we built in 85 with wooden surface. And we put 88, we put metal sheets on that ramp. Yeah. yeah. And some of those sheets are still from back from 1988. Wow. I learned that from the guys in Florida. I've spent it in the early right. 90s. Yeah. I did my winter trips always to Florida. Sure. Hanged out there at Stone Edge with Craig Heiler right, and all those right. guys from the East Coast. And they build everything with metal because they have more yeah. rain. You do all right. those of course, masonite yeah, Masonite stuff. hmm And um, but those Masonite sheets, if the yeah. drains on them, they uh, gone after yeah. one yeah. Yeah. they would be gone after one winter yeah. in Germany. Sure, so that yeah. was no option. Indoors I like wood a lot. Outdoors, concrete or metal. Otherwise you yeah. have to build the new. But even even then after ten years usually the construction starts to rotten. Sure. And then so the ramp was rotten underneath, but the the trannies were still there and mm-hmm. the metal sheets were still there. The nice. trannies are built solid. They they bend it out of one. It's not cut it out, it's like um you you do it for right. roofing L Right. Or the English right. word for it. If you, you bend a piece a big piece yeah. of wood. So it's, it's out oh. of one piece, so the Twenties were there. That's why it's still so big. If I could build it new, with new Twenties, I probably would have done it a little smaller <laughs> yeah. because it's, it's X game, X game measurements the ramp, oh, it's okay, 14, 14 okay. foot ra- word ramp. It's yeah. a huge word ramp, but I want to make it a little easier to ride. So I added all that stuff. So you always can cruise out of the word ramp cr- yeah. and then come back yeah. in with speed. Yeah. So that was the idea behind when it. When was the
0: park finished?
1: years ago three years so four years ago yeah. was it kind of
0: right in the midst of covid well we we finished the center
1: part and then a year later we built some more stuff around whereas like this offset walls actually that drawing you have here is a little different i think yeah this is actually the the drawing of the first idea it turned out a little bit different we're missing this it's a little wider now and it's a little as, you know, the first plans come up, then you just build oh, the middle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. After the money was gone, we stopped building. <laughs> and as I said, I put it up, down most of the money by myself. Mm. Come on, 20,000. Other people buy a car for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. build so me a ramp. Yeah, so it's not that... I mean, it's, it seems like it's a lot of money. Yeah. My wife back then was a little pissed <laughs> that I spent it the It sounded <laughs> high to her. So um, one of the biggest
2: ramps, one of the best, skate parks in Europe is a DIY project. You Seems d- like. Yeah. You know what I think? If you want to have it good it's got to be
1: DIY. Especially in Germany the, the, the cities don't get it. They, yeah. they build toy grounds. They build right. shitty little things. And I, I mean the way I would like to have a ramp no city would build it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: even people out there was like oh, come on dude you built that ramp just for yourself and a handful of people it's no it's I mean, <laughs> everybody's welcome it's of course it's not built for the kids it's yeah. more a ramp f- for people i have people from stuttgart munich a lot of swiss diy people i have more people traveling to the ramp than frequently sure. skating it as yeah. a local ramp yeah. it's a small it's a local scene it's a handful of locals who skate the ramp And yeah, of course, some kids say, oh, you with that money, you could have built a huge skate park for us, it's not for everybody. Yeah, it's not meant to be for everybody. It's (laughs) your park, man. Build it how you want to
2: build it. You want a street plaza, there's one in the city The thing is, they don't get it it. that it's a private project because it sits on the
1: university. And a lot of people think, oh, I took the money from someone and built a ramp for me. That's not the case. Mm. I mean, it's my money. It's my work, hard of work, half year, straight working. It's only friends of mine. Nobody got money for yeah. helping building that ramp. Yeah. I had and a super good friend. Want, then. Old school skater from Constance, Bolle. He's f- he's a carpenter now. Nice. Ah. And he helped me building the ramp. His boss was giving us all the screws for free. And you know, Yeah. gotta be that way. Yeah. I, I asked um, Schützi from IOU, who did the drawings with me, if I would order this ramp from him regularly oh it was like 200,000 euros and asked <laughs> yeah. the Swiss guy and <laughs> vertically he was like yeah 250 Swiss francs so I ended up getting it for tenth of it but, <laughs> so DIY forever DIY was the best thing you yeah. gotta build it by yourself you yeah. save money and you can have it the way you want it
0: that's it that's was COVID sure. a factor with the kind of opening and the launch did, did it kind of damper expectations of, of when you when you
1: first were able to open and get people out there it sort of did because it didn't, people didn't travel that much. Yeah. So yeah, I have lonely sessions there. But yeah. as a world rider, writer you used <laughs> to have. I mean, even that ramp I had before. In most two out of three sessions, I skate on my own. Still sure. these days, I don't mind. I mean, I go there. I'm if I'm on my own. I always say I'm going jogging. I'm just cruising yeah. around the ramp. And if there's weekends, if people come up, you, I'm forced to do some tricks. And <laughs> <get a> little, <laughs> you go. you got to put <laughs> but, on a show a little bit. You got to step it up a little bit. But yeah. I'll, I mean, I love skating on my own also. I'm so used to it. Uh, the last 20 years of my skating, I skated mostly on my own. And I fully no support that. Me. I'm the same That's way. why I'm stoked being out here because yeah. out here, you're never on your own. I mean, I try right. to go... When I'm coming out here, I try to go early morning sessions when you yeah. so you can get used to the place. Yeah. Sure. And then if I am get used, then I come in the afternoon and yeah. I love to meet the people. And of course, I mean, you skate a lot yeah. better if there's people around. But I don't have to go... Hundred percent on yeah. every session. I can't.
2: Anyways, yeah. dude, it, it, <laughs> at it our ages, use, man, it's, use, it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just enjoying concrete on metal or yeah. con- or yeah. urethane on metal yeah. or urethane on concrete. Yeah. The feeling is like nothing else.
0: Yep. So. Mm. Loving yeah, loving skateboarding is enough. You know, you don't have yeah. anything to prove anymore. I mean, no. I, I lost that a long time ago. You know, no. I love
1: being there, sitting on my ramp. Yeah.
0: Have you hit some local parks? This time? On this, yeah, this, this trip. That you're well, I'm here only
1: since 3-4 days, yeah. but I skated the Vance Park, Vance which is sure. close by mm-hmm. here, and I went to the day before yesterday to etnis Park, like cool. Lake Forest. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot.
0: That's an epic the one, yeah. yeah it's that's it's a lot of nice. Equipment.
1: I still got stuff from etnis once in a while from you the do? distributor. I know Pierre-André pretty really good sure. from back in the day, it's so nice. um, it's, it's yeah. a perfect spot there. Yeah, awesome. I like it. Yeah, yeah. i worked
2: yeah. with those guys for many years worked at Soltec, yeah
1: oh they they nice people too oh. I like yeah he's he's funny and he always supported people sure.
2: and yeah have you ever had to drink with Don Brown and I don't had a drink but I met oh. him out there <laughs> drinking with Don Brown is a challenge okay so he likes drinking He's very yeah, good, at he's it. good at it.
1: Well, as a German, you're good at it too because yeah, you're used to the beer. And I, I'm not a small and tiny person, <laughs> so, so <laughs> I, I can take something. Yeah. But I, the rough years are gone. I'm, I, I'm not <laughs> as heavy as I used to be, which is good. Otherwise, yeah. I would not skate that much yeah, anymore. for sure. And I do stretching and workout. I mean, you yeah, would have yeah. I would have laughed at myself 20 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> but now I do it because it m- keeps me in shape. It yeah. Allows you and to skate. Allows me to skate. Yeah, I do everything
2: I I need to do
1: to skate as much. as yeah. possible. That's the goal.
2: Do you do anything else besides skate? Do you have any other interests? Or are you? Uh um, I like all the board sports. Yeah, I went. I did surfing a lot. Yeah, I haven't yeah. done it um,
1: in the last few years because I've raised the family the last ten yeah. years. Um, kind of. Does not give you the time to. So much, but I've, right. I've, I've been wakeboarding on my lake. I went snowboarding nice. close to the Swiss wow. Alps a lot. In fact, wow. I started snowboarding first before I sk- in really in the early 80s when nobody really knew about oh uh, snowboarding. We wow. started snowboarding, and those friends who, who was skating I kind of drawed me into skateboarding. Wow. Also. Hmm. So, the board thing always is skimboarding, everything on a board is my thing. Used to play soccer as a kid i still watch the soccer games but everybody in germany does yeah what what you hear is football and baseball yeah. and maybe basketball it's all f- all three f- sports like yeah. this it's one thing in germany is soccer it's the main yeah. thing it's
0: weird it's you don't yeah. normally find someone that f- finds skateboarding through snowboarding it's usually every my my experience it always kind of goes the, the other, other way. way yeah the first time i snowboarded uh I thought, oh, it's gonna be easy. I've been, I mean, I've been skateboarding since I could walk. I'm just mm. gonna skate skating <laughs> on snow. <laughs> oh my God. Well, the thing is, Constance is so close to the
1: Swiss Alps. Yeah. So the right. people I were hanging out with, they were kind of. It was even before the first Burton boards. Sure. So they, they built their boards by themselves. Yeah. As a German, uh, the Constance company, Chester yeah. boards, and they did their boards back then. So, kind of went with them. I was skiing as a kid. Oh, uh, okay. So when right. I went from ski to the snowboard and. This one guy was skating too. So yeah, in fact, I, I was standing, it, I, I wouldn't even say that snowboarding brought me into skateboarding, but I've f- been f- snowboarding b- before I, st- I touched a skateboard. Yeah, yeah it's that's interesting. That's right. Well, I touched a skateboard with the age of six or seven. <laughs> I remember that because a cousin of mine in the mid seventies had one <laughs> of these small boards. Yeah. I was like six or seven years old. I, but I remember that I stepped on his board and played around with it for an hour. I figured it's kind of hard to do, and <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and it was not around anymore. Right. So that that doesn't really count. So it <laughs> took took a while to
0: come back around. Yep. The, yeah.
1: <laughs> But yeah, it's it's I'm 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 a some sports guy. I yeah. always liked doing sports. I always banned it um, I'm a little I w- always was a hyperactive kid mm. and I had to do I'm still hyperactive probably. <laughs> Got to get the energy out somewhere. <laughs> I need to get the energy out. So yeah, sport always was my outlet. After I found skateboarding, I skipped everything else because I knew okay, this is it. This is I don't need a trainer. I mm-hmm. don't need to depend on a team. Yep. That's, that's
2: the biggest it, thing is because
1: sometimes i'm lazy and then the team hates me otherwise most of the time it was like come on dude you need to play on <laughs> because i want right. to go
2: for it and
1: and so on skating you on your own you can focus on your own and i always like
0: that absolutely mm-hmm. and
1: i like the, camarader- the camaraderie camaraderie and skateboarding like it's not as competitive it, absolutely it is like Back then, you went to a contest not to win the contest yeah. or to place good even. You went there to see the style of other people to learn and to see sure, oh okay, yeah. I want to do that and it inspired us, to, yeah, you know. Right. We went pretty much in summertime, we went every weekend to, to the, the contests. Yeah. Not to be competitive, it's just to see the people because the skateboarding was small and there yeah, was no videos around, no yeah. No YouTube or anything. If you want to skate, you need to go out. And mm-hmm. It's almost well, like the antithesis
0: of competition cuz the thing that used to get me most fired up skating was skating with people that were better than I was. <laughs> mm-hmm. and it does you get you charged yep. up. You're like, "Wow, yep. I got to I got to try to do that now," you yep. know, but it wasn't a competition. It was just like this unspoken motivation to do better because yep. the guys you're skating with are so much better and so you always want to skate with people that are better than you are. Yeah, I liked it also
1: to see skateboarding in the Olympic and how it was presented mm-hmm. that everybody said, oh, the camaraderie in skateboarding is right. different yeah. than in all the other sports. And sure, absolutely, I think all the yeah. other sports yeah. can learn something on that. It's not necessarily to be the best. Yeah, As yeah. you say in skateboarding, the best skater is the one who has the most fun. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I really agree yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah. And absolutely. I like it if you were on a, a sport and there's skaters who are positive, who have a mm-hmm. good vibe, and who, like, yeah, they're
2: on it. And I love that. Yeah. That's, you can find that in skateboarding a lot. Absolutely, okay. you know, here in the U.S. Well, pretty much all over the world, guys would compete against each other back in the day. You know, you would compete against whoever Sean Goff mm-hmm. or or whoever, uh, and you might have rivalry. You know, a. Uh, uh, a Tony Hawk and a, and a Christian uh, and sure. but yeah. they bodies, know and they're they, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dwayne Peters is <laughs> friends with you know Jim Gray. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jesus, you talk about polar opposites. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: a healthy competition, <laughs> right? It's it's yeah. not yeah, like I mean, a traditional competitive nature. It's it is. I think it's it's skating with people who are as good or, or better than you and then pushing you to do better. That's it, it. It's yeah. not an unhealthy competition. Right. It's like almost like a positive motivational yeah. urge to compete or just to better yourself. Mm-hmm. And we touched a bit on that on the last episode. I mean, I, I found skateboarding because of the autonomy and the independence and the desire to not want to be part mm-hmm. of the team. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what keeps you skateboarding. It, it's, it's your own. You know, it doesn't have to be part of the crew and part of the team. And, you know, it's all just you, yeah. just internal.
1: Yeah, they definitely skate better if there's good people around. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like the twins, the, my buddies back home—they ride from Madrid, also a little bit. They are oh, yeah. forty years old. They twin brothers, and they—they they so go for it. Yeah. They used to play in a death metal band, and then exactly. if they <laughs> had the ramp, it's always like you know, like yeah. yeah. And you skate just twice as good then. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, music helps too. <laughs> man. Yeah, it's got to
0: be the right kind of music. <laughs> It'll get you fired up. Yeah. Was there any any uh, shout outs you want to mention or, or or thanks that you want to throw out on the on the episode or just you know anything uh, at all uh, signing signing off final thoughts? I haven't thought about that. It's all right. No <laughs> pressure, <Talking laughs> your family. What do you got? No going? pressure. <laughs> you yeah, a it family, can be anything right? at all.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah I definitely have to shoot out to Jerry because I yeah. mean he kind of opened the whole thing for me and getting that pro model. Early enough, even yeah. if I maybe not deserved it back then, <laughs> <laughs> opened me yeah. a lot of things yeah. and it get me the chance to skate the demos, travel the world, get around. I owe a lot to skateboarding. I mean, my parents haven't been rich and I'm out of a regular household and skateboarding allowed me to open my eyes, to see the world, meet yeah. different people. So I'm definitely shoot out to skateboarding. That's Absolutely. my thanks goes to skateboarding. That's perfect. You, you
0: know, honestly, the, uh, a number of times when we've posted retro boards and throwback stuff on our social media, we've gotten a lot of comments. Bring back the pig graphic burnt That's board. cool. So That's I know we talked a bit about that. So we're going to, you know, for anybody out there listening and wanting, we're going to bring the pig board back, right? all right we've gotten some requests so we get, we <laughs> got to get that art locked down and find that in the archives and, and yeah. hopefully bring back the pig board in our next. yeah it our actually has
1: just contact to a collector from England who lives in Italy now no. and he posted some photo of the pig board yeah and he kind of we got in in a conversation over Instagram and he asked me about the artist and everything yeah. and it was funny yeah, yeah. It's it's a, it's I a was one that people as, yeah. remember it. I thought yeah, like nobody remembers that. <laughs> oh man, skateboard
0: collectors, you know, we're yeah. about as nerdy in as as they come. So yeah, we we get excited. Yeah, I do
1: collect a little bit too. I wish I would have saved more. But yeah, back then yeah. you didn't you didn't know. I mean, yeah. I had so many boards, like that John Luzero board I told yeah. you, my first sure. board, It even was with an original autograph. Oof. Oh really? But I got it stolen at a contest (laughs) it's Uh, not there anymore so that guy who stole it in Hamburg in Germany where are you if you're listening listening, (laughs) send it back yeah
0: well I'm in my 40s now and I'm still buying back my childhood of of, uh you know all the boards I wish I never would have let go of or lost or just didn't keep up with you know it's it's sad it's embarrassing but yeah you spend so much of your adulthood trying to get you know trying to buy back all the things you shouldn't have lost from your childhood yeah (laughs) yeah well, By Bernd, indeed. it's been a pleasure, man. We thank oh, you thanks. so much for taking the time to chat with us. And, uh, Was fun. I'm glad you're here. And uh, we look forward to that pigboard reissue.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to skate as much as I can yeah. when I'm out here. Yeah. Skating all the parks and the places. Love being out here. If That COVID thing will be gone. I hopefully will be able to travel frequently to the U.S. again and see all the people and the skaters out here.
2: How can we find you on social media? Uh, Instagram. I actually, I mean, I'm
1: picked up Instagram two years ago, and okay. I, yeah, f- post frequently. It's underneath my name.
0: Your shop and so your park easy. on there as well, or is it
1: all just? Shop is also on Instagram, but it's different. I'm uh, my personal account on Instagram. It's no photos of the food or family <laughs> or anything. It's just strictly skating <laughs> to my ramp and mm. all that stuff. I post there some nice old school photos also, and awesome. new stuff whenever I go on trips. So yeah, you're more than welcome, and it's easier for me getting in contact with people because I'm so bad in remembering names yeah. and faces. Yeah. And Instagram allows me to, okay, okay, this this guy, I can take a look at him. Everyone has it, a handle and <laughs> a name, so you it can find makes it. Makes it a lot easier for me. So yeah. Well, everybody on out there, Insta-
0: follow Burnt on Instagram, yeah, obviously, there. and uh, and we'll look for that pig <laughs> reissue on there. You can find us at the Madrid Boardcast. Of course, you can find Madrid Skateboards as well on Instagram. And you can find uh, all these episodes on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, hopefully just about anywhere you want to stream these podcasts. But, uh, Bo, thanks so much again for being here with us. And Always. and a final thanks to Bernd for, for spending some time with us. We really appreciate it. Thank you, guys.
1: All right. Keep
0: skating. Absolutely.